sometimes you think being healthy sounds hard. But you realize it's actually okay to know what's good for you. This is the Wayward Podcast. This is Brianna Buckmaster. And this is Kim Rhodes. I think I say my name the same every single time. I enjoy that. This is Brianna Buckmaster. It's been working very well. Yeah, thank you. Here we are (laughs) on yet another floor of another hotel. Yes. Um, And you know what? We sound tired, but we really are grateful to be only having to sit on a floor and talk to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Because frankly, that's what we're doing anyway. Well, because frankly, we're tired. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I just finished a small bag of Skittles. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I generally try not to eat like treats. I don't have them in my house, even for my kid. But when I am out of town, my whole routine gets thrown off. And sometimes I just go, where's the f- quickest energy? And it's usually in the form of, you know, colored, you know, colored candy. Yeah. <laughs> the the crap that I feel today, I'm sure, is a direct result of the fact that I didn't sleep, which mm. is a direct result that I was drinking coffee until three in the afternoon, uh, and then I filled up on sugar. Uh, and it's so weird how my instinct when I feel, when I most need to take care of myself mm-hmm. is when I least take care of myself. So this is interesting. This is something that we wanted to talk about in today's episode. Um, but it, what you just said remind me of something I read this morning on in my church, also known as Instagram <laughs> quotes. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Yeah. Uh, it was like. something that had to do with um, when you have a child or a pet that um, needs to be heard, you listen to it. You give it the things that it needs. Why don't we do the same thing for our bodies? Oh, my God. I think about that all the time. I'm like, if my daughter were hungry mm-hmm. or sick or tired, I wouldn't be like, after you here's memorize 30 tons. pages, yeah, yeah here's, here's five cookies <laughs> yeah. and go to work for two hours. 100%. And it's so funny. Like, I know what my body needs to work at its best possible capacity. I do know even just from trial and error, let alone the things people tell me. And yet sometimes it feels too hard. Oh, for me, self-care, what really makes my body work Mm -hmm. the best, feels like punishing myself. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So you feel like the things that are good for your body feel like punishment, a.k.a. exercise and healthy food. Yeah. Yeah, they feel like depriving, like healthy food feels like deprivation. Deprivation. To me. So, do you think it's because we've taught ourselves, not just you and I, but a society of people have taught ourselves that junk food is a is a treat, yes, a reward, yes. It's not funny. Broccoli is not a treat. I think like I'm happy to go on the record as saying broccoli is not a treat, and I feel okay about that. <laughs> uh, I love broccoli, especially if it's got a shitload of butter on it, um, and I love candy and. So I felt the same way when Halloween came around. I had my house to myself. And um, I was like, I'm going to sit and I'm going to make some popcorn. I'm going to have a bourbon. I'm going to have some Halloween candy. And I got a bunch. And then I went, what I'm able to do now, which is such a game changer for me, is that I'm able to, um, I'm, I'm more aware of how I'm going to feel after. 
mm-hmm. um, that I eat that candy. And I can remind myself of that before I do it. And it doesn't keep me from enjoying any of it. It keeps me from overdoing it to the point of that sick feeling that I know I'm going to have. So with that awareness, I'm able to like stop myself where I think I never used to be able to. It used to be fun for me to eat. My favorite thing was I used to be able to go to the movie theater and buy one of those big movie theater bags of Twizzlers mm-hmm. and eat the whole thing in a movie. Oh, yeah. And I'd feel so sick after. But there's something I was like, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious to overeat candy. And we joke about it and whatever. Like I do a, that in my 20s all the time. I get to do that as a grown-up. My favorite thing about Halloween would be the day after when yeah. I would buy the candy at 40% off and eat an entire bag. And I think I think we a lot of us do that. And I think that I don't want to make people feel bad for the fact that we do that. And I think <laughs> well, that's human nature, you know what, right? The, there's, here's the thing. Yeah. It didn't work. That's the thing. Ah. If it had made me feel, at one point, doing it did make me feel delighted and happy and like giddy and and look what I get to do now and oh my gosh, I'm treating myself so Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And somehow it morphed into this isn't working. It makes me feel like shit. It doesn't really even taste that good. And yet I'm still doing it because I'm searching to recreate ah, that, that feeling. feeling. Interesting. Um, I feel like the more I, the older I get and the busier, I think that's it for me, especially this year. This year's kind of been off the rocker. But the busier I get, the more I think of green smoothies as a treat, partly because I couldn't afford them six years ago i couldn't oh, yeah, i couldn't yeah. pay for a nine dollar juice what the fuck are you kidding me yeah right just two dollars for a gallon of juice that at the is grocery a store. day's budget food yeah budget. man exactly yeah. so part of me part of that for me is like sometimes eating being healthy i think of as like the the rich man's lifestyle <laughs> i feel like healthy food can be expensive it can be can be um that's an interesting point as well Mm -hmm. so like aside from the self-care the entitled attitude that comes with you should just take care of yourself yeah well healthy food Mm -hmm. just to start with that one yeah is expensive it requires either money or time Time. yeah one or the other and if you don't have one of those yeah it's very hard to factor in the other one yeah and then you know the shame that comes around you mm-hmm. ate what you fed your family what yes it's like we're uh, you know that doesn't help the concept no. of health it, and that then tying it back into i take care of myself out of guilt and obligation mm-hmm. like i go to the gym when i feel fat and ugly oh. I don't necessarily, I'm just now learning, like when I found horseback riding, I found right. a, a physical joy. outlet that also seems to get me in shape. It certainly provides me a cardio workout. It's good for my body mm-hmm. when I don't fall off the horse. Sure, when it doesn't destroy your body. <laughs> yeah, yes, when I'm not, yes. yeah, when I'm not damaged from it. But it's the first time, I'm almost 50 years old, and this is the first time in my life that I found treating my body in a healthy way joyful mm-hmm. and not... You suck, body. Let's try to make you better. Right. So you really have, you have a relationship with your body in terms of like uh, self-care. Self-care to you 
feels like a punishment. Yeah, it feels like a punishment because I think the self-talk around it is you're not good enough. Right. So it's not even healthy. Right. It's not healthy. It's it's damaging. So what are ways that like you or, you know, we as a society of group of people can turn that around? If someone came to you and went, um, I... I only take care of myself to be mean to myself. What would you Ugh. say to them? Oof. I would say get you a friend like Brianna. Yeah. <laughs> like right. because that's truly that's that um has been the most beneficial to me is people that I love with a different perspective on it. Hmm. That works for them. Like that's the thing. I keep doing something that doesn't mm-hmm. work uh-huh. because I think it's going to work. At one point it did work. Right. And whatever work means, for me, it just means gave me the emotional experience that I was hoping to have. Mm -hmm. So at one point, it did work for me. Then if I'm unhappy about it, clearly it's not working for me anymore. But I don't know how to pick up new tools. I only know the ones that are in my hands. So first, I acknowledge that it's not working. Mm -hmm. And I need to expose myself to someone that it seems to be working for. Mm. And that also is tricky for me, especially with like body issues. Because I'll immediately go, great, who's skinny and sexy that it seems to be working for? And like, no, now you're reinforcing the idea that health is to achieve an outward appearance, a goal of a, a visual, you know, perfection as opposed to an experience. So what I found in you is someone who's like, I don't know, I don't get on the scale. Mm-hmm. I work out because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that seems to be working for you. And I love and trust you. Mm-hmm. So... The first part doesn't work for me. Found somebody it does work for. And then the second part, the willingness, Mm -hmm. which is, well, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And the willingness to say, I don't know, but maybe is a huge superpower for Mm -hmm. me. I don't know. Maybe. I can't say yes when I don't know. Right. And so I so often just sit in no. Because I don't right. know. But just going, well, it's working for her. Oh, maybe. <laughs> See, and I live in maybe. I feel like I would not, I would still live on a farm in Saskatchewan if I didn't say maybe so many times. Um, but instead of saying no, what I usually do is I'll wall myself up and not even get to a point where somebody can ask, do you want to do that thing? I'll just be like, I can't hear you. What? Do you want to? So I'm very, I love barriers and walls. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's my emotional health mm-hmm. is very. Absolutely. I am grounded. And that's where in- you're my mentor, right? Is you're like, I'm open to failing and ex- um, exploring my fears and deciding what works for me and what is actually a fear and what is actually anger, you know, um, and all that stuff I definitely have learned from you and, and has really helped me. Remember I posted something on Instagram and you commented on it hilariously that was like, this is me opening up to people. And it was like somebody who would open a can of tuna and underneath it was another thing to open a can of tuna again. <laughs> and it was just like, you people think that I open up, but really it's just like another wall. Um, but I don't, I don't consider myself a very closed up person. I certainly do talk a lot about things that other people probably wouldn't talk about. I feel like I'm pretty, pretty open, but I think when it comes to my feelings, I, I do wall up a lot. 
Um, and I don't really know why that is. I don't really know. Well, I think going with the concept of health, mm-hmm. you know, emotional health, because it served you. Yeah. I don't think anybody has habits that didn't at some point serve them, mm-hmm. even if That's that true. point was when they were five years old. Yeah. It might have actually just stemmed from be, me being bullied so much as a youngster. I was made fun of and, um, you know, through that became very insecure about my body and really just insecure walking into a room. And so maybe kind of built these blinders around myself where I could like just really decide what needed to be looked at and listened to so that I wouldn't hear the other stuff. That might be what it's from. And mm-hmm. like with the physical stuff, mm-hmm. you know, the answer is not destroy yourself in the name of becoming healthy. So what So what do you do if someone comes to you and says, I feel that my emotional health is not in a place that it's working for me anymore and maybe I would like to have a more open connection with my life. What do I do? Go talk to Kim. <laughs> That's literally what I would say. Only because I would I would dance around the thing that you would say way more succinctly than I would. Um, but it would be, for me, this year, really exploring my emotional health. Um and my mental health, really feeling like I've spent so many years, energy, money, you know, putting preference on my physical health, going to doctors, naturopaths, going to the gym, eating properly, eating, you know, these fucking $9 juices. I don't eat them. I drink them. But, um, <laughs> you know what? No, no stones thrown. You, you, you digest however you want to digest, baby. Um, this year I just, I think I overloaded my plate while going through some personal stuff and was like, I, I really can't do this this way. It's literally just not going to work if I keep going at this rate. So I was like, I could work less. I could take a big fucking break. Um, but I really like work and I find it really gratifying. So, and I need to support many people. So I couldn't do that. So I was like, I'm going to look into, you know, some mental health solutions, one of which was therapy. I started going to a therapist for the first time in my life, which everybody thinks is hysterical. They're like, you're an actor and you've never been to a therapist. I know. That's like saying you've never been a bartender. I know. But again, therapy is a luxury. I grew up on a farm. It was like, you have a problem, deal with it. I don't, I, you know, well, but you point out very aptly also there's a stigma around therapy that there isn't around taking care of our body like no one apologizes no one apologizes when they say they've hired a personal trainer exactly yeah and yet everyone feels a little bit like oh my gosh therapist i try not to do that now i try to really tout that i see a therapist as in like it's the whole body man body mind spirit you got to take care of everything and so a therapist has been really helpful discovering kind of spiritual anchors for me has been really helpful especially when i'm traveling and overtired and i can't you know go see a therapist i can't get into a routine i feel like a routine that being of a therapist gym early bedtime healthy eating not imbibing too much all that stuff is very helpful for my mind um so when i get out of a routine my mind is the first thing to go but mm. the first thing i'll do is go to a gym you know what I mean? I'll go to a gym before I'll go. Can I have a Skype session with my therapist? Because a gym seems like it's going to help more. Probably won't. 
Sleep will honestly probably help me the most. Sleep helps everything. And I think that's one of the things I struggle with the most. I've always had a little bit of insomnia. Do you know that sleep deprivation is considered torture? Yes. Under the grounds of the Geneva Convention. I know. So Torturing myself, really. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. I think there's a there's a, a danger in that I'm going to do this by myself, too. Mm. Like, again, I don't feel guilty when I go see a doctor and I'm sick. Mm-hmm. But when my brain is not serving me mm-hmm. in a way that feels right, um, I, I, I'm just going to just 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 get through it. Just walk it off. Just walk it off. Yeah. You know, I had I grew up in a household that was very much walk it off physically. We just ignored everything emotionally. But physically, um, I think, you know, I broke my back as a kid. I remember I couldn't drive my dad's car for a significant period of time because I couldn't work the stick shift. And, but I could walk. And in my house, if you could walk, you walk it off. Same thing with my appendix. My appendix burst because my mom told the doctor I was lying. And it actually ruptured. And then they were like, oh, fuck, we've got a generation. It just was, if you can walk, walk it off. And so now with my body, I really feel guilty whenever I take care of my body. I feel like you shouldn't be human oh mm. human body mm-hmm. like what else is what else is my body gonna be besides human yeah but i feel guilty and ashamed if it has needs i think there is occasionally when i take the time to care for myself in very specific ways which is you know i i will admit you know if i talk about going to pilates and therapy to my parents who live outside of regina saskatchewan they're gonna be like okay you can calm down moose jaw they're be like who the fuck are you and i think that's fair however i gotta do what i know works so point being is if there are people out there listening to this and they're feeling self-conscious about the steps they have to take to feel good about themselves, body, mind, spirit. You fucking take those steps, man. Don't listen to the other people. Don't listen to the sirens in Don't the back. Don't listen to the sirens in the background. <laughs> We're actually in a super fancy recording booth. Yeah. Podcast room thing. Yeah. And our producer. He's, that's actually just a sound bite. Yeah. He's, what's his name? What's our producer's name? Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno, our producer, is throwing through sirens just to keep us on our toes. Yeah. Good one, Bruno. Thanks, Bruno. We love you, Bruno. <laughs> Get us coffee, Bruno. Oh, Fuck off, Bruno. Um, so so th- th- you said body, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritual health mm-hmm. is almost taboo to talk about. Spirituality is something that I've always practiced not in a religious way, but in a way of like, I always needed something else to believe in. It's always just been a lot of random things, you know? It's always just been kind of anything I could grab a hold of. But what happens is when you don't have kind of a practice, you don't, when, when everything else falls to shit, such as mental health or, you know, your physical body, you won't be able to grasp at that thing as quickly and easily if you don't have a practice so i'm now thanks to many people mostly my husband probably uh and just desperation let's be real have started meditating and i find that very helpful i don't find it 
immediately helpful. It's like naturopathic medicine. It's not a band-aid solution, so it's not immediate, but it really does give me something to grab hold of when I feel myself struggling. Um, I do follow, you know, the phases of the moon, which also, and astrology, all that stuff just gives me, I don't know that it so much helps as it just like gives me some peace of mind, just reading about that stuff. Just knowing that there's something else going on that's out of my control, I find sometimes a relief, you know? Hmm. Well, and it sounds like reconnecting with a part of you that is mysterious and requires faith. Mm-hmm. I think I'm super lucky, weirdly, in that I live with a condition that will kill me unless I have a contact with a power greater than myself. Because myself is out to put me six feet under. Uh Um, And so that is very specific that we need a higher power, but it is a God, and I use that term loosely, of my understanding. So it sounds strange to say, oh, Mm -hmm. make up what you want to make up. I know. Make up what you want that to be. I I feel like, like, just like I said, like whatever you need, you use. Yeah. It's your spirituality. It's your spirit. Yeah. So I think that we've crossed off all the healthy. I think after this episode, we are all in perfect health. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's if As nothing else, if nothing I could else, totally agree. Literally, if nothing else, I'm going to go back to my room and meditate and have a bath and have a nap. <laughs> yeah. See, that sounds, and I'm just healthier for having hung out with you. Yay. And ditto. Thank you, Kim Rhodes. Thank you, Brianna Buckmaster. Aww.